1: At 7 o'clock, we give you another keyword to text and win Morgan Wallen tickets with 93Q. Good morning. It's a rainy start to the day. It's slippery and slidey out this morning, from what we've heard. Everybody's drive-in appeared to be... Uh, it's horrible. Slippity-slidey?
2: Yep. A bit. Even just walking into the building, I slipped a little bit on the floor down by the elevators. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. I walked six blocks to get here, and it was just slippery. just terrible, so...
3: You walked in the rain?
1: I walked in the rain.
3: It's, I like walking in the you rain. You have a car. You know you can use your car.
1: I also have an umbrella, and I can save money can on gas. You get your
3: wet shoes. That's yeah, all right. Did it's you use right. your umbrella at least? I did. Okay, well, Absolutely.
1: The only thing bad thing about an umbrella is that your bottom part still gets wet. Exactly. That's top, what I'm talking about. But your feet still get wet. You're going to smell. your legs. Maybe I could get a new one on Amazon Prime Days. You
3: can. You
1: think I could? A big old golf umbrella. Prime Days was yesterday and today, correct? Correct. Yes. And, and yesterday, I was looking at there's there's an Instagram video. You can see it. Uh, 93Q Houston of uh, Caitlin and Erica both scrolling through their carts, and at one point, Caitlin's was at a uh, hundred dollars or ninety dollars. Ninety dollars or so. Mm-hmm. Erica's was at like thirteen hundred. But, but yeah. you guys just put things in there, not going to buy them yet.
3: Right. I got up to like 2000 at one point. I was what? like, okay, I need to like dwindle this thing. Well, okay, so I saved a lot of, we're renovating a house. So I saved a lot of the, the stuff that I needed for that. For Like I saved up for Prime Day just yeah, to buy yeah. that stuff. And so got, that's why I was so high.
1: And you're also doing Christmas shopping too, which is...
3: Correct. Insane. I have 100 kids.
1: Caitlin, what is in your card? Is there anything, any big deal in yours that you're just... That you can't wait to hit send on? Or is there a reason you're waiting to
2: hit send on it? No, it's just basic necessity stuff like diapers and wipes and medicine and You brought up another
1: good point is you wait to do just one big order. Yeah. Whereas I send it off as I think about it. I'm like, "Eh, I need this. I need underwear.
2: See, Fair I enough. can't, the, the way my brain soap. works, it's like I need all one big running tab of everything I got so I can go back and check. So then all the packages start showing up at different times and you're like, what did I order?
1: That's probably a more responsible It's like your to own
2: Christmas it. though. You're it like, is. ooh,
3: what I get?
1: <laughs> when I do it just sporadically, I feel like it's a Christmas every day because I'm like, I oh, what's think... this? <gasps> ooh, I ordered my solar eclipse glasses. Those came in the mail.
3: <laughs> because also some of them, like <laughs> the time runs out, like, you know, that, that's only until they, they yeah, sell a yeah. hundred and then after the hundred, then you don't get that price anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what is, the, what is the deal that you scored or that you can't wait to score? Or it doesn't even have to be on Prime Day. You can just brag about a bargain that you got because everybody loves bragging about a deal, being like, I saved money on this. I just you know got- what I hate
2: about Prime Day? Why? What? Not everything's a prime deal, nope. and it should be. If you're gonna if you're gonna label this as big as Prime Day, two days worth of it, pretty much everything should have some percentage off of it. Agreed. Because I have several things in my cart that I had to go back and be like, oh wait, those aren't even a Prime Day deal. That's just the regular price on Amazon.
1: I just realized I got a Prime Day deal. Like my underwear was thirty percent off. I got oh. seventy pairs of underwear for forty dollars. Is that a good deal? Se-
3: seven zero. Yeah, but yesterday, remember it was like What's Prime that? Day deal. and It was two cents off.
1: Seven pairs. Seven oh, pairs.
3: Seven. I thought you said 70.
1: 70 pairs right. of wonder Wars. I was like, what's happening you over there? You might poop oh, his pants 69 God. times. <laughs> That's way too much. <laughs> I'll be fine on my next trip that I take. Uh, you can call and brag about any deal that you may have got. We love to hear about those. 346-295-9393. 9, uh, happy shopping. And knock all your Christmas shopping off the off the list. You'll be done with all your Christmas make shopping. make sure
3: it's a real sale. Yes, no. Right. I'm nowhere near. Yes,
1: double check and make sure that it is a real deal because they'll get you they'll get you those prime day deals it's 93Q good morning we're Riggs Caitlin and Erica <laughs> When? when's the last time you had to call in with an excuse and you were like there's no way anybody's gonna believe this but it's 100% true but you had to use the excuse to get out of something Erica's child had to use this to get out of school
3: did he use it to get out of school, do you think? Excuse. Do you think he
1: used it to get out of school or was it a legit thing that no, happened? No, it
3: wasn't even to get out of school. It was when I was late for something and oh, okay. I had a call. I text messaged Lo and said, hey, I'm going to be late because one of my kids, which I can't say the name because I've already been sworn to secrecy. One of my my, my kids just threw up. OK. And so I was worried. I'm like, I'm going to call a teledoc. I'm going to make sure that yeah, you're OK. Like, I, eat something? yeah, or maybe like a stomach bug or something. So I was like prepared for the worst. I was so nervous and so like stressed out about it that I know he could see it. And he was like, finally, after like 10 minutes of me, like, you know, Jimmy, call the doctor. Are you how you feeling now? Do you need something? He goes, Mom, I have to tell you something. I was like, what? And I go, he goes, I threw up because my brother farted and it smelled so bad. I barfed. <laughs> You know, like I was late to work. I was almost not going to go to this event because I was like, I got to take care of him. I got to make sure he's okay. Which is
1: impressive on several levels. That, that is
3: very impressive.
1: That one brother was able to concoct such a foul odor from his body that it would cause his other brother to have like a nauseous physical reaction to it. And mm-hmm.
3: both me and my husband at the same time were like, Are you serious? Because we were so worried about him. Where was the gassy brother
2: when all this was going down?
3: laughing in the bed acting like he was asleep <laughs> mm. we're like we can see you yeah. we can literally see you
2: yeah
1: I had to one time one time call into work because I could not get out of my um my, my parking garage in Wisconsin we had underground parking there was a blizzard it was uh the, it was a blizzard in like 2018 I think it was I want to say it, yeah it's something like that Mm-mm. we had like a foot and a half three feet of snow there were 10-foot snow drifts. Mm. I had underground parking. And the ramp to get up had frozen. So nobody was getting out. you
2: going nowhere. Nobody
1: was going anywhere. Because it was just this ramp that went up, and it was completely frozen. So nobody's car was getting out. They couldn't salt it. There was no way to exit this building. We Do were completely remember? trapped. It was horrible. So I had to call and say, I can't get up because I can't physically leave where I live.
3: That one time you partied so hard that you uh, accidentally locked your keys in your trunk and yes. couldn't get to work <laughs> yes I
2: remember that
1: that was in Dallas a couple months ago
2: I remember that I actually had a very scary situation for why I didn't show up to work one day and it was real and people probably didn't believe me at the time but there was a whole But you
1: had to use it though right there was
2: a whole news story that came out about it a
1: whole news story about it okay yes well three four six two nine five ninety three ninety (laughs) three what was the your unbelievable excuse you had to use to get out of something I want to hear yours next Caitlin.
2: It's crazy. I, I I for real, still have PTSD. Like, it it truly did traumatize me. Good morning. We're Riggs,
1: Caitlin, and Erica. So, when did you have to use an excuse? It was embarrassing that you had to use this excuse, and maybe you were just terrified that you had to use it, but it was unbelievable you had to use it, though. What what happened with you, Caitlin?
2: So, mine, I wasn't embarrassed to have to use this excuse. I was... uh, Uh, terrified in the moment, I guess. And this was a few years ago. I was leaving to go to my old morning show when I was up in Dallas and I was leaving work and there was literally two men inside my car in the parking garage. (sighs) What? What? They had broken into my car. They had broken into several cars in the garage, but I would always, I parked in the spot that was right next to the parking garage door. That way, when I would leave in the morning, I was, I walked right out to my car and didn't have to wander around in this dark, empty parking garage. But the the door was solid metal, so there was no window or anything to see through into the parking garage. And when I opened the door and walked out, I literally came face to face with two men inside my car of all the cars, actively breaking it in and sifting through oh all my, my stuff gosh. in my car. So you caught them in
1: the act of like going through it? They oh, were yeah. just
2: no, no, squatters they were, or anything? They were inside my car. So I take off running. I don't know if these guys are following me. I finally make it back to my apartment. I wake up my now husband, who was still my boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, oh my God, there's people in my car. He's like, what? So we call the police. Right, what? That's
3: so scary.
2: The police get there because we had a, a station right around the corner from us. We lived kind of like out in uh, the Grapevine area. And uh, the police showed up, caught the guys. So then they're like, "Hey, we we need you to wait around because we need you to ID these subs these suspects." Oh, you
1: had to sit around and identify
2: them? Yeah. So I missed the whole day of work. I I shouldn't have gone anyways. I was so shaken up, but I had to call my boss and like, "Hey, um, you're never gonna believe this." <laughs>
1: there were two people in my car. But I walked
2: out to guys breaking. Into my car. They've been arrested. The police oh need me to gosh. hang around and identify them, uh, so I won't be making it to work today You're Lucky
1: enough you caught them in the act. I, I mean, had am. you gotten there ten minutes later, you would have just had everything but ransacked how not
2: knowing. Like mm-hmm. what do you even do? You're just like right they were both armed at the time i uh, you know i do carry for safety reasons yeah. and um i was just in that moment like i just felt like i had better odds of taking off Jeez. versus engaging these people so the yeah. next yeah, day there sure. was like this huge article that came out in the local news about how these, they didn't name me cuz i asked them not to about how these guys had been no well, that's you got, know, that's
1: gun safety 101. they weren't they weren't pulling a gun on you so yeah. leave the situation why escalate it make it worse to
2: this day i'm still terrified of parking garages and y'all y'all both know that like oh, yeah. i won't if i don't have to i will not park in a parking garage day night it's just not I get I like so, you, I get mm-hmm. sweaty palms and like heart racing oh, when okay. I'm in a parking garage. I don't
1: blame you. We had to do an event on top of a parking garage, and that was I thought that was a big step for you. Yes,
2: it was. So, <laughs> there were other people there, so I was like, okay, we're good. <laughs>
1: there was. That's that's that pales in comparison to me just locking my car, my keys in the car, to parking garage in Dallas. <laughs>
3: that was good times. While though. While the
1: car was running, that that really did happen. Oh, so, I forgot uh,
3: the car was running too. Yeah,
1: the car was running. So I'm, there's nothing worse than sitting there <laughs> looking at your car running. While the keys are in it. No. And you're you know, five miles away from where you have to be. What's uh, your unbelievable excuse for not being somewhere? 346-295-9393. 9, We're glad you're okay, though.
2: Could yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: still a horrible fear of parking garages. And I will never put my keys in the car while it has the auto start running. I just won't do it again.
2: Never. And Erica's son won't pass gas in his brother's he face anymore. He will. Yes, He will. <laughs> he will. <laughs> This morning on Second Date Update, we are welcoming James to the show. James, thanks for listening. How's it going?
4: Good, good. Uh, Happy to hear from you guys,
1: for real.
4: Right?
2: (laughs) For real.
1: For real, right? Before we get into, like, the dates, uh, tell us a little bit about how you met Kristen.
4: Oh, well, um... Definitely happy you guys are helping me get to the bottom of this. But, uh, you know, we we met kind of like in a standard way. Uh, We kind of met at a bar. Nice. Mm. Um, Yeah. Um, She was beautiful, uh, just smoking from across the room. Um, She's kind of out of my league, but kind of built myself up by taking a couple of drinks, got the liquid courage going, and... uh, that's when I eventually approached her.
3: Right. Wait, so are, are you considering like the night you met, like an actual date? Because I'm not sure that qualifies no. for a date, right? Because
4: you just met. 100% because, you know, we ended up uh, kind of going back to my place and doing the D. Oh. Um,
3: oh. So it was like a day after the meet. Okay. I mean, I would say that
2: kind of qualifies as a date then. Like yeah. that's a separate place and a separate uh, activity. Pretty intimate. Yeah. Um, what about, you know, the next time you guys hung out? Is that why you think she's so incredible?
4: Okay, so the second date was at the Taylor Swift show a couple of weeks ago. Whoa,
5: what? Big Taylor no. Swift tickets? Yeah. Wow.
4: Yes. Uh, got some tickets from work, um, and I didn't really have anyone to go with, but like I I remembered her and it was like we hit it off so well that first night, so called her up, asked her if she wanted to go, and she was totally down yeah like i can't i can't think of like a more perfect date to impress somebody and for something like that like i don't understand how i'm getting ghosted
1: i don't know man yeah people were paying like not only a lot of money for that but people were passionate like i saw girls wearing diapers to the concert so they wouldn't miss any of the show
2: where did you see that you did not i uh, promise
1: you i saw that that. it's
2: disturbing yes it was
1: a real thing that was happening so people were like clamoring for taylor swift tickets you know
2: I mean, you went above and beyond for
3: this, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I'm coming to you. Like, right. what is what is going on?
3: All right, you know I'm a Swifty, so we have to find out why I shouldn't call you back after that.
4: Please, please.
3: Of course we can do that for you, James. We're going to do that
2: coming up next at 737 right here on 93Q. So James met
1: Kristen at a bar, you know, the old-fashioned way. But right afterwards, they ended up going back to his place and hooking up. And then, a couple weeks later, he had Taylor Swift tickets. He took her to the Taylor Swift show. Crazy. So why isn't she calling him back? What happened? Sounds like a pretty nice time to us. We'll get to the bottom of it right now for second date update.
2: Hello? Hi, is this Kristen? Yes. Good morning, Kristen. This is Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica over at 93Q. The radio station? (laughs) Hi. Hi, hey we're there. calling you this morning about a friend of ours that uh, did something really cool for you. A guy named James. Y'all had a great time together. He took you to a Taylor Swift concert.
5: Yeah, yeah, we had a really good time. He was um, he was fun for sure.
3: Yeah, sounded fun. So we got the rundown, by the way, from James about the night you met, how it all went down, mm-hmm. and then he took you to the Taylor Swift concert, right? So all these great dates. Why did you not call him back? Um. Well, I mean, there's
5: oh, radio.
3: Okay. Well, this. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I guess there's a reason or two. I mean, I don't live in Texas. I'm actually from Louisiana, and he doesn't oh. know that. Um. But oh. yeah, like I'm even in Houston, like like he thinks. Oh.
2: So. Okay. Well, from a fellow Cajun, uh, well, I hope you enjoyed your stay for a little bit here <laughs> in Houston. <laughs> but. Uh, w- w- Why doesn't he know that you're not... I mean, is he aware that you're from Louisiana and not from here? Because that seems probably like a pretty good reason. Yeah. Uh,
5: I mean, he had mentioned that he had Taylor Swift tickets the night we met pretty early on in our conversation at the bar and that he didn't know if he was going to go because, you know, he didn't really know who he was going to take or if he was going to take anybody. Um, And so I was in town for business, and I didn't want to miss the (laughs) opportunity. Go with him if if it ever came (laughs) up.
1: Well, I guess it came up because he asked you to go with him,
5: (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he'd ask later that night, like, when we got back to his place. Like, why do you think I honestly, like, slept with him? Like, I thought it was pretty fair trade.
3: A fair trade? (laughs) What? (laughs) Like a business deal? Like, hey, I'm going to give you this. (laughs) you going to give me that?
5: She's working. I mean, yes. I mean, I got what I wanted out of it, right? and he got something too, obviously, so like...
4: I mean, but you didn't have to ghost me. I mean, and why, oh. where you're from? Like, what, well, is Kristen actually your real name?
2: Kristen, <laughs> that's James. He's been listening in, so now he knows exactly why you, uh, you oh, know, made uh, that deal with him, yeah. that trade.
5: Uh, okay. This is awkward, and since you're bringing it up, well, it's kind of my name. That's uh, my middle name, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, wow.
4: Wait, well, what? What? I was joking. You you really didn't use your name? Listen, you you could have just been honest. I mean, if you're in town like a bunch, we could have still tried the long distance thing, but at very least.
2: Yeah, Louisiana's not that far. No, it's
1: not. Why did did you stop texting him too?
5: Gosh. I think it'd be better if we didn't have to do this on air, but yes, um, I did actually have to stop
1: texting him. What do you mean you had to stop texting him?
5: Um, I have a boyfriend here at home, so I I couldn't get. Oh,
3: Kristen, dog! Hold up! So you saw this opportunity? You're like, I could see Tay Tay, and so you did the dirty with James, but you have a boyfriend back at home. Is is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I mean, is that why you're whispering? (laughs) It sounds it's this whole call. I've been thinking to myself, man, she talks really low, sexy. but are you
5: whispering?
1: She, she almost sounds like she's proud of it, though, I, I feel like.
5: I'm not. It's, I, I mean, okay. I wasn't going to miss the opportunity, and I would do it again.
1: So. <laughs> okay. What? Morgan Wallen's coming to town. Would you consider doing it for Morgan Wallen?
2: Stop. She's not going to do it again. Now we all know.
5: Uh,
4: uh, yeah. Actually, actually, I do have tickets to that show, um, and... You have my number, so let <gasps> me know when you'll be in town.
5: Well, I mean, it sounds good I'll be in town. Wait a
2: minute. Are we yeah. facilitating an illustrious affair for concert tickets right now?
4: Sounds like uh, it, man. Mm, this mm, is kind of I against know, the law but, uh, or
0: something?
4: We got some tickets. I,
1: I don't think it's against the law. I think it's frowned upon highly by many higher powers, I would think.
2: Mm, like a boyfriend.
1: Yes. And the Lord.
5: And the Lord. <laughs> yeah, That too. 93Q. Your questions.
1: You get zero clues. Alright, alright. Win money for a bank account. It's Caitlin can't lose. She has 72 wins, still undefeated. Caitlin can't lose. 100 bucks of her own money. If you go to 93qcountry.com and sign up to play, how are you feeling this morning?
2: Oh, how am I feeling? Yeah, you. I'm feeling pretty good today. I've been, we're halfway I got some the pep week. in my step. How are you feeling, Allie? I'm a little nervous. Have you played
1: along in the car before? I have. Okay, so how do you do when you listen and you play along?
2: Um, okay. Okay, okay It's better than terrible. Yes. True.
1: Yeah. It's much better than I'm not going to get any right. I know okay. nothing. <laughs> Caitlin, please step out of the room. Take your food with you, okay. but don't go too far, please. Well, I'm gonna- Okay, don't, please. No, that's good, because then she will come back for the food. Don't go too far.
3: Okay.
1: Don't go too far. This woman.
3: She left. She literally left. (laughs)
1: As soon as I said that. Just like like a teenager.
3: I'm telling you.
1: All right. Five questions, Allie. If you don't know an answer, just say pass, and we'll move on to the next one, okay? Okay. First question. What country singer recently almost went his entire show with his fly wide open? Um, Luke Bryan. All right. Second question. What 2000s rock band is being credited for reviving the Texas Rangers season? I don't know. All right. Third question. Today is Michelle Trachtenberg's birthday. She was on the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who played Buffy the Vampire Slayer in that show?
6: Sarah Michelle Gellar. Go-
1: Fourth question. What Scandinavian country is known for cheap furniture at IKEA and meatballs? Uh, Sweden. Final question: what color flag means a truce or to surrender? White.
2: Alright. Oh, you did good.
1: We'll bring Caitlin back in. Where'd
2: you, go? What are where'd, where'd, where'd you go? Did you know that there's pumpkin carving in the break room? Pumpkin carving? What yeah. I love pumpkin carving.
1: Are they keeping the seeds? Are we gonna bake the seeds? I Nobody ever really so. does. I mean, that.
2: we only have a toaster oven, but I didn't even get to ask because I was dr- I was sketching out what I was gonna carve on my pumpkin. What is it? Well, I can't tell you that.
1: Okay, fine. She did very well at, by the way. Allie, I think she was playing us.
2: What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, same, Miss Allie.
1: Same five questions to you, Caitlin. Are you ready? I'm ready. First question. What country singer was recently playing almost his entire show with his fly wide open? <laughs>
3: Luke Bryant. Yes. I have a feeling he had had one too many beers <laughs> too. <laughs> Probably. One hundred percent.
1: Second question: What two thousands rock band is being credited for reviving the Texas Rangers season?
2: Creed. Creed is it's correct. It's Creed. Can you take me high? Yes. Home? We're the arms wide
1: open. Yes, them. They saved the Rangers. I'm sure. Uh, third question: Today's Michelle Trachtenberg's birthday. That's random, I know, but she was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who played Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
2: Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller.
1: That is great. You always
2: see how good she looks. Yeah.
1: Question number four What great. Scandinavian country is known for cheap furniture at IKEA and meatballs?
2: Uh, Sweden.
1: Sweden, yes. That's correct.
2: Swedish meatballs from IKEA, they're freaking delicious. They are.
1: <laughs> Final question What color flag means a truce or to surrender? White. That's a white flag, yes. Final score.
3: So close, Allie four, Kalen five. Four, Allie. You said you were nervous, and you only do okay
2: when you play. Well,
1: even a was a good day. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, <there> you go. <laughs> We're not gonna let you go away empty-handed, Allie. We got you four tickets to check out Monster Jam. Yeah. jam, jam, jam. <laughs> Coming, awesome. to NR, coming to NRG Stadium. You did not win $100 from Caitlin this morning. Can you tell us why you didn't win that?
5: Because Caitlin
1: can't lose. Well, that's 73 wins now. Yay! 73.
2: Good job, though, Allie. That was good. You're good. you're in the four and up club.
1: Yep. You think you can take her down, topple her? Go to 93QCountry.com and get signed up to play Caitlin Can't Lose. We play every single day at the same time at 93Q. Standing shoulder to shoulder in a bathroom with a 93Q artist? It's not something I've done. It's not something we've done, but something that we ran into somebody over the weekend. Or Erica and her husband did. Mm-hmm. And this, we were trying to get this guy on the air this morning, but he, he wasn't answering our phone calls. His so, name is
3: Chris, and I met him at the Gotejano Day Fashion Show.
1: We'll let you tell the story, Erica, because you were there when it happened.
3: So he comes up to us, and he's like, hey, how was it meeting George Strait? And I said, well, I made a fool out of myself, and I assaulted him on accident. And he's like, well, I have the best story ever. And I was like, what's that? And he's he, Cody Johnson is like everything to him, right? Yeah huge fan and he's like so i was at his concert and i was you know in the bathroom i was relieving myself in the urinal sure so he some guy comes down next to him whatever he walks out and his friends are like dude you were urinating next to cody johnson and he was like what that was him. Because, you know, I, I guess as a guy, you don't look to the side. Like, you just kind of, like, well, stand in your lane. In your,
1: you're just in your zone. You're just kind of zoning out. You don't really look around. You don't talk to anybody. It's just
3: So, apparently, this is, like, the biggest regret in his life that he <laughs> didn't look over. <laughs> I don't know, down or up or whatever. But he was, like... I peed next to Cody Johnson and we're like at this nice event and he's screaming it, right? He's like, I peed, but he was not using the P word, right? Uh-huh. He was like, I peed next to Cody Johnson. Like, can you believe that? It's so major. And his excitement was just me and Mark just kept laughing at him because he was so excited about that weird flex but okay. Very weird it is flex. a very weird flex, which made it even better because it was like you're so happy and I love it you're so shoulder happy. Shoulder to
1: shoulder it. with Cody Johnson. Have you ever had a random brush with fame? We get them all the time cuz we work obviously at the radio station, but outside of 93Q have you had that before? I had one at um, hmm. Grand Lux Cafe when I first moved here.
2: Oh, you did! You were seeing everybody when you first you moved were like, here. What yeah, the yeah.
1: heck? When, when we first moved here, my wife and I went to the Grand Lux Cafe in the Galleria, and as we're sitting there, in walks a very tall gentleman with a Chicago Bulls hat on and facial piercings. And I go, "Is that Dennis Rodman?" And my wife was like, "No, I've lived in Miami. I've seen Dennis Rodman. He's a really tall black guy with a lot of facial tattoos." And I go. You Even know that? like that really tall black hat with a lot of facial tattoos and the Dennis Rodman shirt. She was like, oh my God, that's him. We he finally, seems like a mythical
3: character to he me. Is, he
1: is. We finally mustered up the courage to ask him for a picture and he was nice and did it. But that was probably one of my biggest brushes with fame as of late.
2: My father-in-law is on a golfing trip right now and he sent us a video message yesterday with him and Dennis Quaid.
1: Dennis Quaid?
2: Yeah. Dennis Quaid is here. Dennis Quaid and Kaylee, was- don't you have a
1: thing for no that's Randy Quaid?
2: No, neither Quaid. Neither Quaid. I have a thing for Quaid. I Quaids. think Randy Quaid is did. handsome. No. Oh, that
1: was it. I, one of you said that Randy Quaid was handsome.
2: Wait, Randy, not Randy no, y'all Dennis. Are thinking, you better not. No, think, I mean, be... if you think Randy Quaid's oh. awesome, to each their own. No, you no, know no, what no I, Dennis, I, Dennis. I mean, Quaid. I, I, I handsome said, I to said each the their, wrong their own. Brother, I said the wrong brother. Sure. <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Quaid from Parent Trap, right? Dennis Quaid. Okay. Dennis Quaid. And he sent like a video message talking about Parent Trap to Matthew's sisters. Are you serious? Yeah, it was awesome, but so random. I was like, what is Dennis Quaid doing there? That's awesome, though.
1: Yeah. Cool. What is your random brush with fame? 346-295-9393. Nine, it could have been anybody that you maybe ran into at an airport. <laughs> or it was a random FaceTime call. And I want to hear about how Erica assaulted George Strait.
3: Oh, so embarrassing.
1: Assaulted the king?
3: My biggest regret. <laughs> well, not my biggest. Assaulted the king off with of a head!
1: <laughs> Houston's country leader, 93Q. Good morning. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. Erica and her husband ran into a guy that took a leak next to Cody Johnson. And shortly before that, you nonchalantly just glazed over the fact that you assaulted George Strait. What happened really well, you, quick? I'm-
3: I've been a George Strait fan for my whole life. So I see him standing there. We're backstage, and this was my chance, right? I had it all planned out. I walked over there, and I guess as I was walking to him, he had his back turned towards me. My adrenaline took over, and I meant to tap him on the shoulder to tell him what I had planned to say. Instead, I full on, you know, I'm aggressive, slapped his back, like slapped it hard, where he turned around like he was about to fight me. Was
1: Caitlyn there for this? Did you see this step? I was not no, there for this. I was she say. had started
3: at, like a little bit after that, but. Uh. We have, I have witnesses, it was awful. And so all I said to him was, hi, cause then I'm nervous, I'm like he wants to fight me, so I walked away and everybody who saw it was like, wow. Did it knock the wind out of him? Was he like? (laughs) So everybody actually heard the the slap, that's how hard I slapped him. wow,
1: it was like a Will Smith slap.
3: Exactly, but on the back. But on the back. And he turned around so fast, like (laughs) what?
1: Three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three. What was your random brush with fame, Gary?
2: It was peeing with Terry Bradshaw. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> you had to use the bathroom with, with Terry back Bradshaw.
4: In the, back in the eighties, there was a place called Tony Romas for ribs. Went in one night, and he was, up, he was playing the guitar. We got him to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So, there
2: you go. Terry Bradshaw seems and, like such a good time. Not that you would find that out in the bathroom, but he just seems like he'd be so much fun to hang out with.
3: What is it with you men in the bathroom? But I, you, I, I will tell you, though, he's a big
2: boy. He's a big boy. Oh, God,
3: Wait, sir. <laughs> like, talk, or never mind. Got it. Thanks
2: for
1: calling, Gary. Y'all have a great day. Well, you too. Yeah, man. Chris, what was your random brush with fame? What happened? So,
4: I don't know if it's totally random because... uh I worked at a place where these things were kind of normal. But uh, when I was like 19 or 20, I worked at Disney uh, for an internship. And um Steven Tyler was standing in line with me, a couple of friends, when we were in line for Aerosmith.
1: Oh, the ride, the rock and roller coaster?
4: Yeah. That's and, uh, so cool. I have to say, that dude's incredible. Yeah. I bet. I didn't grow up around that era of music, but... I definitely became a huge Aerosmiths fan after that. Event.
3: He came in to do like a five-minute interview. Remember, he went country for like a song or he did? whatever. Mm-hmm. It was five-minute interview ended up being two hours. Like We wow. had to like be like, we have to go home. Steven <laughs> Tyler. Awesome. Yeah, he's
4: awesome. Uh, they say that he goes up there often to go check out his rides and stuff. So
1: Thanks for calling. Appreciate you calling this morning.
4: Yes, sir. Y'all have a good day.
1: Andrea, tell us about your brush with fame. What happened?
0: Uh, so I was at the Las Vegas airport. It was like so early. I was trying to fly back to Houston, and... We're having breakfast in this little diner, and I turn around and I saw this man with a big clock on his chest. And I'm like, "Mom, it- is that of you- Blade?" Shut up! he was the nicest guy he said hi to everyone that wanted a picture
2: it was great i love that that's the way we all know flavor flav is with the giant clock (laughs) and that he commits to it too like i gotta put my giant clock on for the day yeah it was awesome
1: he always knows what time it is thanks for calling thanks if you're on hold right now we still want to hear your story at three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three with your your random brush with fame y'all met some interesting people very interesting folks what a ping Yes. A lot of bathroom stories. Welcome this morning to the show, unfortunately, Mary Hello, Mary
0: Hi. <laughs> Good morning, I know, guys.
1: I know people don't love being on Second Date Update, but you're next. <laughs> Welcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but I don't know. I just want to know what happened. Um, I went out with this guy, Carson, and it seemed like it re- went really well, and I don't know why it didn't turn into something else, and so
2: kind of want to know what's up. Okay. Know? Um, can you let us know a little bit about where you guys went on your date?
0: Well, we're both big meat lovers. So we decided to splurge. We went out for this steak and cocktail dinner. It was mm-hmm. great. Like, I mean, I don't know. I usually scare off guys when I order like a bourbon meat. Wow. And, but oh, my yeah, kind of it. But like we hit it off in a lot of ways. And that, you know, like,
3: he was cool and so did everything go right at dinner or like because we always ask this you know like do you think about anything that could anything have happened that would make him run for the hills or maybe did you come on too strong
0: well he bro he was the one who brought up kids like like whether or not we want them and like i told him like i was like absolutely yeah i'd love to have like five or six of them like i come from a big family there's five of us so i'm like i don't know i just can't wait to be a mom so i'm just like you know, I figured I couldn't not tell him that. So, well, yeah. But he didn't react negatively to that. Like, he was like, oh, I want kids, too. Maybe not that many, but I want kids. Like, the mood <laughs> didn't change because the kids. Like, he was happy. Right. Yeah. Okay. He brought he brought it up, so, you
1: know? Yeah, so he staked dinner. He had some drinks. The kid conversation didn't seem too brutal. How soon, like, after the date did he stop calling? Was it right afterwards or was it in the next couple of days?
0: Well... We texted when we both got home, saying I got home, we got home, great, great, you know, that kind of thing. And then um, I sent him a good morning the next day and nothing, nothing at all.
2: Okay. Well, you know, sometimes a simple good morning text is enough to set people off. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) Why are you wishing me Uh, a good anything? I mean, that's not okay. That's shallow and stupid, but (laughs) maybe that's what it is. I don't know. That's why we got to try and get them on the line and figure out what happened. Right, Marianne? Yes,
3: please. That would be great. I want to know. We're basically going to have to hunt them down for you now, Marianne. Coming up at 837 on I3Q Second Date Update.
2: Carson and Marianne went on their first date to have some good steak and cocktails. Marianne even ordered a whiskey neat. Now, most guys would love that, but for some reason, Carson's not calling her back. Hmm. So we got to figure out what's going on with Second Date Update. Hello? Hi, may I please speak with Carson?
6: This
1: is Carson.
2: Hi, Carson. This is Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica on 93Q. Good morning. up?
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> How do you feel taking a call from a radio station this early?
6: Yeah, it's, it is it is a bit early. Uh, what's going on? Is this some kind of prank or something?
1: No. Mm. No. We're not doing that. Uh, we're actually calling about a date that you went on recently with somebody. Uh, do you remember going out with Marianne? Oh, uh, yes. Marianne.
6: Mm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to say that's a hard pass on that one, Chief.
3: Hard pass? Why? What happened? Go so first of all. Let me just tell you what she said. She said that you guys had a great date, steaks, drinks, and then all of a sudden you just ghosted her. Mm-hmm. So what happened?
6: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was it was a it was a really great steak dinner. Um, was I guess being the key word there. Um, I guess I should give you a little background on me. I'm I'm a, I'm a Texas boy, born and bred, you know. Yeah. And um, my father was a chef, and he would always, you know, cook you know different meats we had on the ranch. And, uh, uh, man, I can't tell you, but uh, what Marianne did was just unforgivable. Um,
3: unforgivable? On the
6: date. What,
2: yeah. What what was so unforgivable? I mean, unforgivable is a harsh word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's
1: sneezing in your face or something?
2: Spitting the food, yeah. something like that? <laughs> Lose a tooth? We've had that happen <laughs> oh, before. Oh, we did have that we happen. have, yeah.
6: No, yeah, nothing like that, nothing like that. Um, okay, so we get this, you know, $70... Filet mignon comes out, and um, uh, she had the nerve to ask for some A one steak sauce. Okay. Okay. Well, they, they didn't have any. They were they were out, and um, so she uh, her backup plan is uh, to get some ketchup. She wants she wants to put some ketchup
3: on ketchup
6: dollars filet. Okay. On the Yum.
3: steak.
1: That's not the craziest thing I've ever piece
6: That's of
3: disgusting. Meat. And it's a $70 piece of meat. You're dipping it in nasty old ketchup? How did she
1: order it, by the way? Did she order it like, rare or medium rare? No, no, no. She orders it well done. Oh, what? that's it right there. In oh, Texas? That'll do you in. All right, disgusting. Isn't that against the law? Probably. That's a hockey puck at that point.
2: No wonder she needed all the sauce.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, I was
6: horrified. I mean, just absolutely. Was this
1: a really nice steak restaurant? Like you said, it was seventy dollars. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, you know, they just did what she
6: said. But you know, uh, I was just, I was just horrified.
3: Okay, so we have to tell you, Marianne is actually on the other line. Can we bring her on to defend uh, herself? Is that cool?
6: Yeah, let's hear from the jerky lover. The jerky lover,
0: <laughs> Marianne. You there? there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've listened to all of this, and I'm just like, oh my, I can't even believe what I'm hearing. Like, this was Taste to Texas, so, and it's kind of like you just, I don't know, they didn't, they didn't have any like some of the stuff that I normally like. So I was like, well, at least you'll have, you know, a one or whatever. And like, what difference does it make? I don't know. I had a cousin who died from E. coli six years ago because of undercooked meat, and since then I always order well done. I want to make extra sure there's no chances of bacteria infection. Like, I don't want, I don't want a problem. I'm just like, why is this a thing? Oh, my God. I don't even know.
6: Uh, I mean, you know, only 12-year-olds and people from Dallas put ketchup on their stage.
0: <laughs> oh, shots <laughs> okay. fired. That low.
2: I, I don't think this is that big of a deal. The woman drinks whiskey neat. You can't get past this? The ketchup? The only reason you're not calling me back is because of how I ordered my steak. That's why? I mean, I told
6: you I was raised on a ranch. This is this is like a relig- sacrilegious
1: religious thing. All right? Okay. <laughs> you, you've okay. hurt him on a visceral level. Do He's
0: really that? like guess, offended by this. Yeah. I deeply offended him with, like, I can't imagine if we ate other meals how I would offend him, like what I put in my coffee or whatever.
6: (laughs) I just hate to see good money go to waste, and I spent a fortune on that dinner that night.
0: I really enjoyed my dinner. I really, like, I thought it was good. I liked it. What difference does it make if you're you know what this is just dumb because now like this is the guy that judges everything about everybody so hard pass for me I'm I, that's how I like my steak like at least I don't know at least I eat meat I don't shy away from it okay I just don't want to get sick so whatever but like this guy we're we're not the right fit anyway I can't even believe I, I did this okay <sighs>
2: All right, well, I think we got everything we needed Yeah, there. we
1: got everything we needed. Um, uh-huh. There will not be a second date.
2: No. Yeah, I'm good. I'm
0: good. I'll still listen to you guys, though, even though this went bad. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank, you. you. thank you. And we hey. don't
2: judge you for your steak. We're never going to eat it that way.
0: But.
3: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm judging I'm, the ketchup. I'm,
2: I'm judging yeah. her, but... Yeah. I mean, she drinks
3: whiskey neat. I don't care. Stop with the ketchup. I do love you, though, She's man. She's ruining meat.